Welcome back to My Brother is an Idiot. We are a collection of goons, idiots, and morons. And we talk about whatever the hell we want because it's fun. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the Goon Squad, please find us on Facebook at My Brother is an Idiot or twit at us at The Idiot Goons. Let us introduce you to the rest of the Goon Squad. I'm going to start with MJ, the voice of God or dipshit. Kayla, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm great. I just finished a 22-ounce Red Bull with three kinds of syrup in it, so it's going good. Mm, yeah, I can hear the sugar from here. Awesome. Next up, my brother the idiot, I summon the goon. Goon! And I am here! For those of you at home that can't see, I am wearing a Bidoof hat. It's a Bidoof for your head. Matt, how's it going? Go fuck yourself. That was a very nice. Yeah, well, I figured I'd pull your teeth before you got into it. So there you go. Okay, fair enough. And last but certainly not least, the Emperor Goon, the Goon Emeritus, the Patriarch of all that is Goon. Milty, what is going on? Hi, 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 everybody. And all you three, it's going to be a fun night tonight. Everybody across the globe is listening. There's been some baseball slapped around the yard in Colorado this week. Let's have a good time. Not everybody. Canada still sucks. And Mexico. Fuck you guys. Yeah, that's true. If they haven't jumped on the Goon Squad bandwagon yet, Mark is absolutely correct. Get with it, North and South. We're not going to go to Canada or Mexico for the next year. Screw them. Boycott. I mean, I'll be I'll be there next week. So that boycott's going to last about six days. You're on a boat. <laughs> still going to be there. Going to get off the boat, say hi. All right. Let us get going. We've got a little bit of a shorter podcast for you this time around as we've got some vacations coming up and things going on. So we are going to blow through this and have some fun. Our first topic of the day is real or fake. Uh, Mark and Michaela have put together a list of minor league baseball teams, or have they? And they are going to ask me and Milty to determine which ones are real or guess which one's real, which one's fake. Uh, Mark or Sandy, would you like to, how do you want to do it, buddy? Okay. So first off, let's get a little background story to this. Um, we are going to talk about it in a little bit, but we had the opportunity thanks to, uh, uncle Milty's work, uh, there at Eagle Claw Fishing Tackle. We got some free tickets to go to the celebrity, uh, all-star mashup, uh, softball game and then the futures game as well on sunday for the nba all-star festivities weekend it was a lot of fun we'll talk about that in a little bit but um i really had an enjoyable time um with creating or just looking up minor league affiliate names uh there there are some just absolutely great ones well what do you think about that michaela the nba all-star game oh sorry yeah Yeah, i was gonna say were you watching basketball Major League Baseball uh, <laughs> here in town had their all-star festivities t- kicking off, and uh, there are some really great minor league team names. Uh, so we created a list today. Um, here it is in my hand. Michaela has one also. And uh, so we're going to go back and forth and see if we can get you guys to guess if these are real or fake minor league baseball teams uh, by a flip of the coin. Um, heads being this side of the paper and tails being this other side of the paper. Heads, if it's me, 
tails, it, it will be Michaela reading off these names first. So flipping the coin in the air, it's tails. Michaela, would you please have uh, go first on this list? <clears throat> yes, of course. What do you believe if this team is real or fake? The Biloxi Shuckers. That's real. Although I'm sure there's not a lot of corn in Mississippi, but uh, I'm going to go real because it's oysters, right? It is oysters. Oh yeah, that kind of chucking. It is one of many angry mollusks in the minor leagues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're one and zero, Milty. Good job, buddy. Yep. Okay, here's another one on the list: the Wichita Wind Surge, real or fake? I say fake. Yeah, I agree. Fake. That is a real minor wow. league baseball affiliate. Wow. <laughs> All right. We're one and one. All right. Your next team, the Canapolis Cannonballers. Huh? The <laughs> Canapolis Cannonballers. What the hell is I've Canapolis? I've never even heard of Canapolis. I'm going fake. Me too. That one's real. That one's real, motherfuckers. That is a real minor league baseball team. Wow. We started off great. Now we suck at this. Okay. And now for your next one. The Northwest Arkansas Naturals. Real or fake? Fake. Screw it. Fake. That one's real, too. Jesus. <laughs> Why do we keep coming up red on this roulette wheel? Come on. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that I was there sitting next to these two doofuses as they're planning this show. And I didn't hear any of this shit. All right. Here's a here's another good one. The Buffalo Bison. Mm, that can't be real. That's that's fake. That's real. God damn 100 percent real. They are a minor league affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. They're the actual right. Buffalo Blue Jays. Here's another one for you. The Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Oh, that's got to be real. Rancho Cucamonga is in Southern California. That's got to be real. And uh, according to Friday, I am the king of Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, yeah, I'm going real. We probably got that one wrong, too. That is 100% real. You got Yay! it right. Hey! Yay! We're two and four. All right. The Hillsboro Hops. Hops? The Hillsboro Hops. Fake. We'll, we'll go 50-50 on this. I'll, taste, I'll say real. One of us is going to get it. It is a real one. Wow. It's the hops <laughs> is in like a beer hop. Milty's right. Okay. This one, Milty, is especially for you. The Nashville Sounds. Well, that would be the city for it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, real. 100% real. Yay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> We're back to 500. So the next one, the Greenville, no, Greenville Drive. The Greenville Drive. Greenville is a city from a video game. That's why I said that. It's also a city in North Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, fuck say. it fake we gotta have a fake, fake one fake, sometime fake, we fake, haven't fake, had a fake fake, one. fake 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 that one's real Jesus <laughs> Christ. 
All right, hitting you rapid fire with another one here. One of my personal favorites. I love this name in so many ways. God, Sandy. Shut the fuck up. Okay, anyways, back to the game. Uh, here's the next one, and I love this name in so many ways. The Eddington Steamers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's dull. No, fake. Real. It is 100% real. Steamers is in clams. <laughs> clams. Had to be. Had to be. Um, the Great Lakes loons. Well, loon is a bird. Oh, that sucker's real. Yeah. That sucker's real. That's real. <laughs> can I just point out that every single one of these has been real so far? <laughs> you can point that out. Okay, very good. Okay. Now the next one. Remember, this, folks, is real or fake minor league baseball teams. The Fort Myers Mighty Muscles. Real or fake? Oh, real. Real. Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah, that one's 100% real, everybody. <laughs> I'm not even keeping track anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you guys. I'm going to say a word, and then you can give me the question. Real. Your turn. <laughs> All right, well, we'll hold on to that before you come. Or yeah, before no kidding. You say it. Okay. Uh, the Vancouver Canadians. What are the odds? They don't listen to us anyway. We fake. can mess. We can mess with them. Fake. I say fake too. That one's real. That one's real. <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> Canadians, Canucks, you know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the last one for you. The Chattanooga Lookouts. Lookouts. Real or fake? That's real. Fake. That is 100% real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Every single one of these is a real baseball team. Every single one. My favorite ones we didn't get to were the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, <laughs> the Amarillo Sod Poodles, and Michaela and I's personal favorite. And I am actually getting a mascot from this team in the mail for each of us here in the next few weeks. The Montgomery Biscuits. They have mascots. One of them is called Big Mo. It looks like an anteater on meth. And the other one is called Monty. He is an actual biscuit, an anamorphic biscuit that has a butter tongue. The fucking thing has googly eyes and everything. It is great. Wow. I love minor league baseball. It's great. So to sum it all up, you guys just made a list of minor league teams then tried to make us think that you had fake ones. Were there actually yeah, we any fake ones on the list? Did you make up there any fake ones? Oh, that would have been <laughs> <No>. funny. <laughs> I was looking forward to some creativity there. Yeah, you know, I like the, the There's plenty fort. of creativity. Yeah, there's a ton of creativity. I don't know what you don't think is creative about that. Well, I, mean, I was expecting some creativity from you guys, you know, like the uh, the Fort Morgan Momo beans. I don't know. Something. I Sir, we went through probably over a hundred minor league games <laughs> while we were sitting there watching the future All-Stars game because we yes. were just having a laugh because oh, some of these we fucking team names are hilarious. Right. Okay. Well, that will do it for Real or Fake Minor League Baseball Edition. Thank you, Mark and MJ. Milty, you and I obviously need to brush up on our 
minor league baseball lore. Uh, by the time we get caught up, they'll change all the names of the teams anyway. Right. Exactly. And add a hundred more. Right. Okay. Moving on the major league baseball, Mark all-star celebration is uh, finishing up in our home city of Denver, Colorado. The game is being played right now. The American league is up three to nothing. Uh, some of us got a chance to go watch some of the stuff, the fun stuff on Sunday, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we sure did. It was well, awesome. Words are good. Thank Great you. time. <laughs> For those of you at home that can't see, I got two nods and Mark stared at me blankly until he started talking. <laughs> I was Googling. <laughs> uh, let's start first with the uh, futures game and the celebrity game. Uh, Mark, I'll start with you. How much of these did you get to watch and what did you think? Uh, we watched the entire minor league game. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the futures game was a lot of fun. Um, they, the national league held the American league to one hit in the first six innings and gave up a couple runs late in the seventh inning. It was a seven. Okay. Where was it? Oh, so seven inning game. Uh, the, the American league didn't really look that great as far as hitting, uh, the national league pretty much owned them. I thought that the American league was going to run out of hitters or uh, pitchers at one point. And, uh, (laughs) they just changed a lot of pitchers. And I think that they only had one guy left in there. Uh, you know, the, the, the guy who hit, who was the MVP of it, uh, seems to be a semi legit future star. There's also a bunch of prospects, there for a few teams uh jeter downs most notably from my red Sox, um who i'm very excited about seeing what he can do here in the future um so you know overall the the futures game was a lot of fun and uh then there was the two minute concert that we got 45 minutes worth of setup uh for one republic to play one of their hits and then one new song and then they were done so a complete waste of resources there and uh, then shortly after that, we got treated to a celebrity softball game in which we uh, saw many, many participants that I was very excited about. You know, Vaughn Miller was there. Michaela had uh, Brandon McManus, you know, because she's the kicker fan. Um, I was very, very excited that uh, Captain, the new Captain America was on the home team playing for the good guys. So that was really exciting to see him there. Um, had a few other people that, you know, a lot of other people that I recognize, you know, uh, the DJ, uh, DJ Steve Aoki was there. The Miz was there, but he was not playing softball. He was just kind of cutting promos with Jenny Kavnar. Um, Jenny Finch was pretty exciting to see her cause she's gorgeous. Um, America's favorite Nickelodeon star turned YouTuber. That's not what I was calling her the other day, but, uh, Jojo Siwa was there. Uh, she was bubbly and fun. There were a lot of other celebrities there, so it was it was a really good time. Vinny Castilla hit a three-run bomb after warming up with three bats in his hand, which was pretty awesome to see. <laughs> <laughs> just a stud, still a stud. And uh, Todd Hilton was just sitting on the sideline, just, I think he was drunk, um, <laughs> just enjoying himself on the sidelines. So uh, all in all, it was a fun day. It was a really enjoyable experience, and they spaced things out that, you know, there was enough things to do for the whole day. Uh, ate some good food, sat in the shade for the most part. Um, I couldn't imagine having kids at something that lasted, you know, a complete day in the sun. That would have been awful if you had kids going to something like that. 
But uh, all in all, it was an enjoyable experience. Major League Baseball did a pretty good job with it, I thought, for the most part. There were some issues, but I, I'm going to look past those because I had a really good time and it was free. There you go. Uh, Milty, what was your favorite part of the day? You know, I think my favorite part of the day, believe it or not, was the uh, four-minute, two-song concert in the middle. But the, the seven-inning game uh, seemed like it was nine innings. The it, You know, they were changing pitches so often. Granted, they have to get all the players in, but it, it just seemed it went on for a long time. And But it was cool, you know. We just it's like watching a Denver Bronco preseason game. You don't really you don't really know a lot of the names of the players, but it was kind of enjoyable just being out in the air. You know, we didn't get anything like this even on television last year, so it was great being in Colorado. It was just the whole thing was fantastic. Like I said, I did like the concert. I felt really bad about the guys that picked black shirts and they're performing in the sun and part of their I don't know if you'd call them pyrotechnics or something like that, but the background was flames shooting up. And we were up on the second level and we could feel the heat from that. They were right in front of the fire. I can't imagine what that did. But Mark's hair looks like he was standing right there too. So I, I, it was just a fun day. The, uh, yes, the softball game was fun too to watch that JoJo. She had all the energy in the world. Um, it was good to see Vaughn Miller running with ease. Um, he actually, I believe he actually bunted on his first at-bats. It was kind of fun to watch. One of the uh, NFL players, uh, I can't remember his name, DK Metcalf, actually struck out in slow pit softball. That was interesting to see and absolutely hilarious. Awesome. MJ, tell me your thoughts about the day. I thought it was a really fun day. Um, the minor league all-stars game was a lot of fun, but what was more entertaining about it was spending almost the entire game looking up minor league baseball teams. Every time a player would come up with a goofy logo on their hat, we'd be like, where the fuck does that guy play? And then we'd look it up and then we'd look up like another 18 teams because it was really funny. <laughs> um, the celebrity all-star game was like funny. We kept thinking that they were going to knock out the DJ who was playing in center field. Uh, because they just kind of left her there and they were like okay have fun hope you don't die bye it was a really good day awesome Uh, a couple takeaways because i did get to watch the game they had it on television after the home run derby last night uh one jenny finch can still bring it uh she was if they were asking for smoke she was giving them smoke and uh, it, it might be 10 feet over their head. You could tell those guys were just scared shitless trying to swing the bat. Uh, two, yeah, DK Metcalf can't swing a baseball bat, which for a <laughs> supremely gifted athlete was humorous to watch. I don't know if he was just trying to swing out of his shoes and how a receiver doesn't have really good hand-eye coordination. I don't know. Yeah, he was he was all over the board. Uh, and three, Jojo Siwa, who I'd actually never heard of, has 16 million TikTok followers. They mentioned that on the broadcast. Like 16 million people follow her on TikTok. I have a TikTok and I got 27. It's I got a little ways to go to showcase some of the stuff that I'm doing. So I, lots of fun. It was a good time to watch. And it, it clearly I had a good time. And, and to Milt's point, uh, seeing Vaughn run was a nice thing to see. So uh, perhaps more of that to come in the future. Okay. 
let us move on to the home run derby, which happened last night. And everyone's favorite all-star, the all-star of the moment, Shohei Otani, put on a pretty good show, but did not win. Uh, Mark, I'm going to throw it over to you, your impressions of the home run derby. Yeah, I got to watch a lot of the home run derby. I watched the the entire first round. Uh, Trevor put on a pretty good show for the hometown uh, team. He, he advanced uh, by the seat of his pants into the second round, which was pretty good. Uh, Otani came out a little bit um, underwhelming, kind of like Ken Griffey started, I believe, in his rookie season when he was the uh, the hot-to-trot guy coming into the home run derby um, and never really caught fire, unfortunately, for him. Um, I was really impressed with uh, Alonso again, just murdering the ball, and he is the absolute best home run derby ever person. I mean, he just crushed the ball. He murdered it. And he has over a hundred home runs apparently in his derby history, which has just smashed a bunch of records with this whole thing. Um, so I was very impressed with his effort. It was a pretty good show. I'm, I'm not super big fan of the home run derby. Uh, I, I just think it's a little bit played out. It's a, it's a fun event for the people there in the stadium. As far as, you know, I, I got really turned off by it a couple of years ago when they had Berman doing it. It's just awful. Um, and they, you know, they did a little bit better with the announcing this time and had some, you know, fans. And I was a really big fan of the moment when uh, Trevor Story took his Trevor Story took his time out and Nolan Arenado came over, gave him a big hug, handed him a bottle of water and then tried to psych up the crowd for him. Um, that was really cool to see Nolan like, talking to the crowd and stuff and uh, dealing with this boy Trevor there and trying to give him a little bit of encouragement. So overall, I, I enjoyed it more than a, a few previous years, um, but uh, just, it's, it's just not my thing. The home run derby. It was, it was enjoyable for a while. I just got bored <laughs> with it. <laughs> Milty, did you get a chance to watch any of it? I did get to see a little bit of it. You know, I was kind of cheering on Trevor being the hometown homie. You know, I just wanted to see how far he would go with it. He did make it to the second round. Um, then he had to go up against, you know, Trey. And, you know, that's kind of an emotional thing for a lot of people, and especially Trey. You know, he uh, went through that thing last year with the cancer and, and beat out Trevor. So, And, you know, what better stadium in MLB to have it better than Mile – or, you know, in the Mile High City at Coors Field, a home run derby in that field. So – yeah, I watched it for a little bit, saw Trevor hit that, it was a 518-foot blast, and then got beat out by uh, Alonzo with a 521 or 522, whatever it was. And then to watch Alonzo at the end of it when he had to play catch-up and then hit like eight home runs in a row and left like 20-some seconds on the clock. He took the lead at that point and left some time on. So, yeah, it was it was fun. I didn't ever watch much of that in the past, so it was kind of alluring for a while. Awesome. Uh, Michaela, what do you think? Uh, I didn't watch that much. I watched, like, up till uh, Otani's first at-bat, and then I had to go take a shower. But I I liked watching Alonzo's at-bat, that first one where he hit, like, 35 in a row or whatever it was, and just absolutely fucking annihilate um i agree with mark where it's like i think the home run derby and even like all the all-star game stuff 
is more for the town that it's held in. Like, they put it there so that they can try to draw more fans in that area. But it was a lot of fun to go to, the one that I went to. And I, the Home Run Derby is at least goofy, if not entertaining. Uh, I heard on going to work this morning, I heard one of the radio announcers on the way to work talking about that he thought a lot of this lasted way too long. And then, so I'm thinking, did you see how many people were in the stands that paid to go see this? I mean, you're talking about you want to run it for an hour and a half. No, these people want to see because they paid, right? And I think that the time frame was nothing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and a couple of things to point out. One, um, the Home Run Derby was actually the most watched show that night, and it outdrew the best broadcast show by uh, over twice the amount of numbers, um, seven and change million viewers. And when they had the, the swing off with Otani and the guy he was facing off, it actually peaked at over eight and a half million. Uh, lots of people watching it at home, lots of things going on. Um, I, to Mark's point, I'm glad that Berman's not doing it anymore. Cause that back, 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 just is it, it's over. Uh, I think Ravi and uh, who was it? Eduardo Perez did a really good job. They brought in some guys to talk a little bit, you know, Ken Griffey spent some time in the booth. Uh, Lots of fun. I really enjoyed it. Trevor won the uh, first round and made it to the semifinals. And degenerately, he was a plus 175 to make it to the second round. So if anybody decided to lay some money on Trevor, you might have won a little bit of scratch. So there you go. Yes, Mark, you have something to say. Yeah, as far as the uh, Chris Berman thing, um, not only is it just the back, 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 back that really bothered me, it was the fact that he was trying to get local and – he would say that one's over this or that one's over that. And it was all local things, but his geography was always so wrong. And so I didn't really want to see him blow Colorado cartography by saying, you know, that one's back over Blake street. Well, that would have meant it would have gone that way instead of that way. And it's not actually a home run, you know, like <laughs> he just, he, he was always so off on it. So I, it's hard to watch sometimes with Berman and baseball. It's like Berman and golf. It's just not a good combo. Right. Well, at least we don't have to do it anymore. All right. So let us move on from fun baseball to bad baseball. No mommies. That's the song of one note playing because the um, they just hit another home run. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Gotta love the Hetch's Arrow Band. All right. So the race to 100 carries on. Let us first discuss the hometown team, the Colorado Rockies. Uh, they got better again and are now pacing at 90 games. Uh, they, I think, were at 92 or 93 last week. Uh, the Rangers also stiffing around or at 99 games. So let's move into the top three. Uh, first, the Pirates at 101 games. Someone please shut that fucking dog up. <laughs> the Pirates at 101 games, still in the hunt. Uh, Milty's beloved Orioles at 111 and getting a little bit better. We had about 118 games last week, but still deserving a fucking oof chasing oof. the Cleveland Spiders, the Diamondbacks at 116 games. They are oh. 
going the wrong way. They need to go the other way. Get worse. Play better teams and lose more. Uh, all right, MJ, I'm going to throw it over to you. Race to 100, what do you think? <laughs> Just going to go jump off a cliff. See you guys. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, it sucks. That's my take. Brilliant and succinct as always. Milty, race to 100. The voice of God. Milty, race to 100. The Orioles are only five games out of the worst spot. What's going on there? I think they're going to stay that way. I think the Arizona is going to nail it. But it just drives me crazy when a team like our local team, the Rockies, win like four in a row, go on the road and play Arizona and lose two out of three. You know, that just that doesn't make any freaking sense. And then and then the Rockies go on the road and, and beat the Padres two out of three. I just don't get some of this stuff, but it, it's just crazy. I think the uh, O's are going to be second to the worst. The Cardinals far and away the second the worst, but I don't think they're going to quite get to the Spiders. The Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Diamondbacks, sorry. <laughs> I don't think Arizona is going to get to the Spiders. I'm just glad you didn't say the Sunts or whatever the heck you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Sunts with their guitar rift. <laughs> rift. Rift. <laughs> well, apparently, according to Mark, they're all playing basketball, too. So, yeah, whatever. We're, we can't speak. Words are hard. I'm as bad at it as anyone else. Mark, your turn. Uh, bad baseball is bad. What do you got? Yeah, not near as bad as we need it to be um, for my liking. I mean, if we're going to go bad baseball, we need an all-out just, you know, monumental collapse somewhere. And uh, the Rockies, I still think, have an outside shot. They're the worst team with the splits on the road at home in baseball history ever. Um, but this year is especially bad. I think they've won eight games um, on the road this year, which is really just awful considering they've played, you know, close to 50 on the road uh, or maybe just slightly over 40. But either way, they've, they've played quite a few baseball games. They've only won eight on the road. Um, it's that kind of crap that just makes me think that they're still in the hunt for getting to 100, hopefully. And the fact that they seem to have – the Rockies in their history, the after all-star break slump, which gives me hope too, because after all-star break through September is not a good traditional year for them. Um, as far as Arizona goes, who cares? I mean, the Diamondbacks, like nobody's watching those games anyways. So <laughs> bad baseball is bad. That's my take. All right. That ties us up for the race to 100. Thank you, Goon Squad. Let us move along. It is time for Milty's After Dark Fishing Report. This is where we let Milty sip on some whiskey for a while. I come up with a fake place for him to come up with a fishing report for, uh, and he's got to do it on the fly. He's got no idea what I'm going to say, how I'm going to say it, where I'm going to send him, and chances are there will be mammals being skewered. So, Milty, off of the coast of Mexico, near Zihuatanejo, there's an island and on this island, uh, there is a part of it that sticks out into the ocean, forms a natural point, and the locals call it Punta Huero Borracho. Uh, sometimes you can see uh, 
obese white men drunk on the beach trying to fish. Uh, tell us what you think about Punta Huero Baracjo and how do you fish it? Wow. Okay. So, you know what? I've actually been there. Not to that particular island because I don't speak that language because I don't know anything about fishing that way. So, what we're going to do is talk about what the possible species are going to be in there. We get some, we get some, uh, maybe some marlin might be some near, nearby. We get some sailfish that are going to be nearby. Um, so we're going to use all kinds of live bait with some kind of heavy jigs. We're going to troll real fast. I'm making this shit up. And uh, so we're going to use some, some of the live bait that we have some, you know, they call it minnows. Got four, five, six inch minnows that we might have caught along the way. Maybe we catch some scorpions and some crawdads from some of the freshwater, bring in some of the corn from the grocery store. We're going to line out about four, five, six treble hooks, bait them all up with all this stuff, and catch all these monster fish. I don't know what else I can say about this <laughs> made-up horseshit. Milty, I can tell you that you've been to that island several times, maybe in the last week. <laughs> Yeah, translated loosely, uh, Punta Huero Borracho is uh, drunk white guy point. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I know him. Yeah, right. Sort of the Spanish translation for this segment. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Spanish translation of the condition of Milty as this podcast moves along. <laughs> All right. As always, well done, Milty. Thank you very much. Moving along. Uh, hey, Michaela, I got a question for you. Mm. Uh, there are two days. There are two days every year that you are guaranteed not to have any Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, or NBA games. Do you know what those two days are? No. The day before and the day after the Major League All Star Game. Cool. How about that? So how about that? How about that? So because of that uh, gap in sports programming, the four-letter network decides to do its super fun award show called the ESPYs that they've done for a very long time. Michaela, I warmed you up with the question. Uh, give us your thoughts about what you saw on the ESPYs broadcast and maybe something that might have uh, piqued your interest. Well, I'm not looking forward to them getting the NHL, right? at all right now seems bad why is that McKinney? i hate it why why do not fucking get me started those stupid motherfuckers out there fucking they're supposed to be getting the rights to the nhl this year but they don't even know who the best player of the nhl is because they in all their fucking intelligence were like oh let's say who the best male athlete nominee is and they nominated Connor McDavid because he's the best hockey player in the world and then when they went to do their best NHL player do you know who they gave it to Patrick motherfucking Kane who wasn't really good this season the Blackhawks suck you gave it to a Blackhawk who's currently under a lot of like fucking legal scrutiny and just <laughs> what was the point giving it to a fucking American boy on an American team did you think people were going to know who the Blackhawks were? If they don't care about hockey, they don't give a shit about the Blackhawks any more than they do about any other team. Why would you not 
Give it to Connor McDavid, the best hockey player in the world. No, oh no, we're gonna give it to Patrick fucking Kane, who sucks. Now, he's bad, and the team is bad, and everything is bad, and I hate it. Fuck. The voice of God. <laughs> and that's all we're really prepared to talk about that, except for now Mark has something to say. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I think... Michaela's right on track with that. Uh, the fact that they had the male athlete of the year candidates and Connor McDavid was the only hockey player that was nominated. Uh, and then he didn't win the award. That's just telling you right there that they have no clue what's going on. And I don't know if they're just trying to get clicks from all the, you know, hockey nerds out there like Michaela just getting to their website and looking up who their analysts even are for the hockey when it comes up i have not been a, a fan of the espies in a long time i actually refuse to watch it uh but you know that's what they do is just do these outrageous things for clicks i think and they're just espn's just a mess yeah agreed i haven't watched an espies in quite a long time and i can guarantee you uh there's at least one guy on staff over there that knows what he's doing and i'm sure they didn't ask barry melrose uh, who he thought should win that uh, award on the hockey side. So Melrose kind of knows, kind of knows his shit. Uh, you know, it's been in the game and and as as an analyst as long as he has. Yes, Michaela. They have they've hired for when they start doing hockey a whole panel of people who know what they're doing when it comes to hockey. They got scouts. They've got reporters from other networks. They have a bunch of fucking competent hockey analysts. They just chose not to listen. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. It's a huge disconnect there. Where to go, four-letter? You guys are the worst. Well done. Man, and they just, ever since they signed that deal with the NBA, giving them $1 billion, it's just been kind of a spiral of a shit show and <laughs> firing people and the likes of that. And yeah, Barry Melrose is on staff, and they've got a really good – team for this nhl thing because they have to because they fired everybody else that works for them at this point right exactly and we've railed about espn before and we'll probably rail about espn again at some point but i'll fucking do it again i'll fucking do it again all right well mark brought it up let's talk about the nba and the nba finals are continuing it is now two to one which means that sons and four guy can now finally go fuck himself or girl that too uh it, what a beat down that the bucks put on the suns in their first home game in the series uh, 120 to 100 wasn't even really ever that close uh it was just an ass whooping from uh start to finish uh Giannis went absolutely batshit crazy uh milty did you get a chance to watch any of the game in milwaukee i did not but you know what? I'm just going to kind of average it out between the Suns and the baseball team in Arizona. You know, um, first to worst, the Suns in six. There you go. Michaela, your thoughts. I mean, you know I didn't watch that game, but uh, it makes me happy that it's not going to be Suns in four because I think that meme is lame. But there was a guy at the All-Stars, the All-Star Futures game, who... His the MVP of the game. Sons in form. Yeah, the MVP of the game had Sons and Four on his fucking cleats. So fuck yeah, that. Yeah, he can guy go too. fuck himself too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they all can go fuck themselves. Uh, Mark, finish us up on this. Um, 
give me your thoughts of the game. Did you watch it? And uh, what do you think, how the series is going to end up? Oh yeah. I watched as much as I possibly could. Um, Milwaukee is a much better team than um, a lot of the media is giving us credit for because, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're in this media zone again, where nobody has watched the Phoenix Suns game all year, but suddenly they're the greatest team in basketball. Uh, hello, Milwaukee has been really good too all year. And uh, the first two games were a little bit of a fluke because you had Giannis coming in and he's still hurt and not playing at hundred percent. Well, guess what? Giannis is hundred percent now and they're at home and the Vegas line, this will tell you Phoenix is up two games to one in the series. And the two first two games were not that close. Uh, Phoenix is, or I'm sorry, Milwaukee is favored right now on the Vegas line by five and a half points. Um, that just tells you what Vegas thinks about this series. I think it's going seven. I think Milwaukee wins it, to be honest. I mean, they, they, they've got a more complete team than Phoenix does. You know what drives me nuts also listening to some of this? And we've had our issues with national media and the way that they uh, have handled some of these stories. To hear them talk about the Phoenix fans as if they've been great fans for years. That fucking building was empty for years. And now they're in the finals. Yeah. Guess what? They're in the finals. Everyone's going to show up when your team is playing in the damn finals. Everybody shows up. Everybody's a great fan. It is one of the most fair weather cities in the country. Look at a Cardinals game. How many people are in the damn Cardinals game, even though Kyler Murray's a flipping witch? Yeah, exactly. Not many people there at all. Uh, Fairweather fans, I don't care. Shut up, national media. Phoenix fans aren't all that great. Suns and four guy can go fuck himself. There you go. Yeah, and just along the same line, if we're talking about fans, obviously the Wisconsin fans are much better sports fans. Right. <laughs> they actually support their college teams uh, a lot. And they have a pretty good football program that they've been running up there, you know, with the uh, Green Bay Packers, which is owned by the fans. Um, and I, I completely agree with you. Phoenix, one of the most fair weather cities out there. It's right up there with St. Louis. St. Louis guy who, uh, if the team is doing good, they know every single person who is in their organization from the film guy to the janitor. But if the team is out of first place, they don't care about the sport at all. That's that's the St. Louis guy. And Phoenix, to me, is the same thing. And we see that. I see it personally on my timeline in social media. I know all of us do. Uh, all of us see that personally on our timeline. We've seen it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, we, we have. We can all agree. Yeah, hint, hint. Uh, Sons and four guy, go fuck yourself. Uh, Milwaukee and seven. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going Milwaukee in seven. And uh, one of the things I don't think, and it may have been discussed, I haven't seen it. Uh, The real interesting storyline here are the two minority owners of both teams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers owns a little bit of the Milwaukee Bucks and Larry Fitzgerald owns a little bit of the Phoenix Suns. Um, Awesome to see those two uh, huge superstars uh, just having a a piece of a team and, you know, in a different um, football owners in basketball so it's just kind of cool cool i guess yeah it's cool it's interesting right i mean how often it's not do you really see a storyline <laughs> eh, it might be fun to see him go head to head in something right like driving golf balls or i don't know i'm just fine whatever it's just interesting it could be like a celebrity boxing match maybe Ooh, there you go old man larry versus aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun be fun or yeah race. minority owner minority nba owner boxing match i'd pay money to see that 
Hell yeah, I actually would. Yeah. Absolutely. Spend more money to see that than I would the next Jake Paul fight, unless he's fighting Mike Tyson, then I'm absolutely going to watch that guy's head get torn off by a mic. <laughs> I will do it. I'll do it. All right, moving on. Let us get to the 8-bit music. Mark, it is time to review a dessert. Take us away to Sugarland. Mmm, delumptious. Yes, everybody, this bit is back. It's been off for a couple weeks. I hope you're enjoying the music because I hear it right now. Thank you for pumping it into my ears. Uh, thank you, Michaela. We really enjoy it. Oh, gosh, I love that music. It is so great. Uh, we want to take you back to Sunday afternoon where I uh, snacked a little bit, uh, broke away from my diet that I've been on. I'm down about 28 pounds. Thank you very much. Thanks, 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 thanks. Good job. Applause. But uh, I uh, went ahead and deleted the diet for, uh, I like that phrase, ooh, deleted the diet for Sunday afternoon and uh, started my day off with a foot long fucking Rocky dog with some onions and peppers and sauerkraut and got most of the onions on me instead of in me which is unfortunate but it was delicious and then had a pretzel uh probably could have eaten a couple more things you know and uh the biggest probably the best thing that i spent money on that day was the ice cream sandwich let me tell you about this ice cream sandwich it was the biggest ice cream sandwich i've ever effing have two giant Freshly baked cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and then your choice of vanilla or he said chocolate chip ice cream, but it was definitely bluebell uh, chocolate chip and peanut butter ice cream. And they just scooped that shit right in the middle. It was awesome. The peanut butter was really good. I know Michaela is not a very big peanut butter person, if at all. No. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it to great ends. Um, but yeah, that was my dessert. If you're ever at a Rockies game, go seek out one of them ice cream sandwiches, man. Oh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Outstanding. I saw pictures and it looked really damn tasty. Uh, I was a little bit jealous. I'm not going to lie. All right. Let us talk about NFL silly season. Uh, and this is a little bit serious. Uh, so Atlanta... Falcons linebacker uh, Markevious Mingo uh, has been arrested uh, on charges of uh, basically uh, molesting a kid. Uh, and the report came out earlier. I think it was earlier today or might have been late yesterday. They finally got a hold of the arrest warrant that uh, has to do with an, uh, an incident in 2019 involving a 13-year-old boy. Uh, and the Falcons have released Mr. Mingo. Um, I'm going to share the thoughts with the panel. Um, I'm sure everyone's thinking the same thing. We're glad it's not Gene Mingo. Uh, Barkevius has bounced around in a few different places. Uh, Mark. Uh, react to the story, if you would, and uh, the release of Archibius Bingo by the Falcons. Uh, very seriously, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that um, this is really serious, and I hope it's not true, because if it is, then uh, this guy is just a shithead and will never play football, obviously, again, if it's true. Um, if it's not true, then, I, I, I mean, who knows, but... It, I got to say that this is, these are very serious allegations. Um, anything involving children that involves uh, any kind of legal activity, we got to kind of play it through the legal system, but uh, you're a shithead if you do that kind of things to kids. Uh, any kind of 
any of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, on the less serious side, you know, thank, thank God it's not Gene Mingo because that would ruin our show forever. Uh, but really very seriously, no, nobody, no kids deserve to have any kind of issues like this come up. Uh, I know we've talked about it a little bit with the Blackhawk situation as well. There's a lot of really shitty people out there and you give shitty people some money and they think they can get away with a lot. And I'm glad that we're finally in an era now where people are coming forward and things are happening to these people that are doing shitty things or doing shitty things to kids and women and stuff like that. And uh, shame on Barcavius Mingo, if this is true. Uh, either way, man, just a, not a very good look for this guy. Not a very good look at all. Um, I'm just, geez, it's what a tough situation. Right. Um, MJ, I don't know if you had a chance to see it or not, but the, uh, the lawyer for, uh, Barkevius came out and is really being super aggressive, um, in, in a way that I haven't, and I don't remember seeing before, uh, in a case such as this, where he's saying it, it, it's an absolute lie and the facts will bear out and everything's a lie and, and everybody's lying and it's simply untrue. Um, what do you think about the strategy there, uh, by the lawyer and why do you think it's so different from what we've seen before? Uh, probably cause he's lying. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I don't know anything, but usually if you're trying to get away from someone being tried in the press, that would be a pretty good way to get around it would be to continue the trial in the press instead of waiting for things to come out in the wash in the legal system uh yeah for realsies if this is all true throw this guy off a cliff uh, i don't want him anywhere near the nfl i don't want him anywhere near anything on tv anywhere ever again off a cliff into the void yep. goodbye get yep. out yeah goodbye there's there's a special place in hell for someone like that uh milty you were kind of shaking your head a little or nodding your head a little bit um what do you think about the situation you know, I was, I'm agreeing with everything that's been said pretty much, but you know, everything in this country is innocent until proven guilty. Now, granted, you know, just the thought about this possibility, is just gross, right? But if, if the lawyer is saying that this is kind of a money grab, you know, what the hell? I mean, I, I just, there's so many things that go on. Some of these players that get themselves into situations that they shouldn't be doing, they're trained not to be getting into these situations. And I, you know, this situation is just terrible. I, I just, I just hope it works out the best for everybody concerned. And if this, if it was a 13, 14, 15 year old yeah, person, 13, 13 year old boy, um, if, you know, if, if he's not, I'm not accusing him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying if he's lying, come on, you know, you, you hear stories all the time about, um, professional athletes, male or female getting in trouble with the opposite sex. And, um, I, I just hope this thing gets cleared. Yeah, absolutely. Um, horrible situation one way or the other. Um, uh, Again, to Milt's, to echo what Milt said, just hope it works out best for all concerned. Uh, we'll be watching this one pretty carefully just to kind of see how it all plays out. But it's uh, uh, not a good look, especially for that guy. And uh, again, thank God it's not Gene. All right. Thank you, panel. Let us move on to our final-ish bit of the week. Michaela, your time to shine. Share with us your wisdom and give us the dipshit of the week. The dipshit of the week this year. 
is going to be a tag team dipshit. Wait, I have a question. Yeah. Is it is it a dipshit of the week this week or a dipshit of the week this year? That could make a big difference. Yeah. You said dipshit of the week this year. Oh, I see. I had no <laughs> idea where you were going with that. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, let me try that again. <clears throat> the dipshit of the week this week is going to be a tag team dipshit. Uh, the dipshit of the week is going to Austin Matthews and Joe Thornton, who decided to go to the UFC fight with Conor McGregor versus whoever the fuck, number 18 or whatever. Uh, and just the fucking Toronto Maple Leaf stink that they carry on themselves made sure that that match didn't go past the first round. And then uh, also Joe Thornton ended up in Kendall Jenner's uh, party bus after the match. And that's just really funny looking at 40-year-old fucking ancient old bearded Joe Thornton in a party bus full of children was just very hilarious. <laughs> it was Joe Thornton still rocking the giant beard? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, Joe Thornton, who is 40 years old, looks like he's about 70. Right. He's got an epic beard. I mean, the thing's just... It's amazing. <laughs> and it'd be funny to see that image of him hanging out with Kendall Jenner, whatever it is she's wearing, and this thing that probably covers more of his face than the thing that she's wearing covers her skin. The picture I saw was very blurry, but definitely showed her dancing on a pole and Joe Thornton's creepy ass in the background being like, why the fuck am I here? I right. just sent it to Matt. Hold on. What? I have message? You have message? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, it's pretty blurry. <laughs> he's, so you can... he's, in, he's in the back like some sort of creeper going, what's going on? <laughs> Is that a mimosa? He's just chilling behind Justin Bieber. Casual. <laughs> Clearly doesn't know anyone around him. <laughs> And the funny thing is, they probably don't even know who he is. Although Bieber might. He's Canadian, right? Yeah, he's a Leafs fan, too. He that You'd have to be absolutely fucking hammered to have to deal with that shit show. You're right. If you're Joe Thornton. You're right. Well, it is Vegas, and we've all been down that road, so you, know, you never know. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but clearly, that goes against the adage, what happens in Vegas stays in yeah, Vegas. Because everyone knows yeah. that Joe was on that bus. Certainly did not stay in Vegas that time, did it, Joseph? <laughs> all right. The Voice of God. Thank you very much. Well done, Michaela. All right, let us kick it around to the Goon Squad for final thoughts. Uh, MJ just spoke, so we'll start with Milt. Milt, what do you got? Hey, I just want to say, you know what? We talked a lot of sports today. We didn't cover a lot of other subjects, but that's fine. I love you three. I love all the people listening. I want to love a lot more. Spread the word. Bring it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I sure even, I liked that one. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> okay, thanks there. All, all we need is love. Okay. Oh, he's uh, spreading the love spreading around. Spreading the love, yeah, okay. Yeah. Milty love everywhere. <laughs> Yay. All right. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, MJ, before you leave, give us your final thoughts. Uh, we said that this was going to be a shorter episode. We lied, uh, but I hope you guys. <laughs> I hope you right guys average. enjoyed all of it because it was very fun to make for you guys. All right. And last but not least, Mark, take it away. 
Yeah, uh, this was a very entertaining episode to make. Uh, I really hope that you guys are enjoying them. We're not going to stop even if you don't enjoy them. So please check us out. Uh, We enjoy it. Interact with us on Facebook. Tell us what we're doing wrong, please. Uh, And uh, Canada, what the fuck, man? Come on. I mean, we're we're talking about Joe Thornton here. We're talking about Bieber. We're talking about hockey on every episode. Why aren't you? why, Why? 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 In Mexico, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm done with you at this point. I know Matt's going to be there, but I'm not. So, fuck off. But everyone else, you know, out there in Denver and Las Cruces and London and Athens and Auckland and Austin and Bulgaria and Bogota and Reykjavik and Berlin and Mumbai, Trinidad and Tobago, Sicily, Abu Dhabi and Riyadh. We love you. Check us out again. See you next week outstanding thank you so much goon squad yeah it's always a good time we had a blast doing this for you please check us out on the twit machine at the idiot goons search us on facebook Uh, my brother is an idiot we are 211 goons strong invite your friends share all the love like milty says and spread it all over the place it's gonna be a great time I'm still leaving. I'm still leaving. <laughs> As always, it's been our pleasure uh, to sit and chat with ourselves. And if you're here, great. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for Mark, MJ, and Milty, my name is Matt. This has been My Brother is an Idiot. We will see you all next time. Thanks. Bruh. Bruh.